You are now you listening, are now to, listening the to the sweet sounds of Josie's boy. boy. You good? Levels is good? What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the greatest show on earth. Call me when it's over. I'm your host, your girl's favorite artist, Josie's boy. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And we are back for episode 48, close to 50, episode 48. Uh, <laughs> that's cool. I'll take that. Thank you. A big shout out to my guy, Rich, RageWorks.net. It's all love. That's family right there. But right now, it's about CallMeWhenIt'sOver.com. Team Josie's boys in the building. CallMeWhenIt'sOver.com. Uh, shout out to everybody watching on Facebook Live. He has a little, little static. Just yeah, okay. Um, shout out to shout out to everybody watching on Facebook Live. Oh, shout out to Charlie. You good? Yeah. Shout out to Charlie. Thursday night's a bomb. I appreciate you, brother. Um, yeah, everybody who's watching on Facebook Live, thank you. Every single week, real talk, like y'all, y'all are super duper loyal. Uh, even though y'all know this is not the whole show. You know what I'm saying? But y'all, you know, I appreciate y'all tuning in for your little 25, 30 minutes. Uh, it means everything to me, in all honesty. So thank you very much for tuning in every single week. Loyalty. I appreciate y'all. Uh, call me on com to get every single full-blown episode. Uh, so before we get into business, I want to give a big, 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 big birthday shout-out to my brother, uh, a young established. He's a grown man now. I mean, he's been a grown man, but you know, big shout out to him. That's a, that's, he's been a guest on, on I forgot which episode it was, but he's been a guest on Call Me With Silver, doc, uh, Call Me With Silver. Uh, you can check his episode, Call Me With Silver dot com. Go back and download all my other stuff. Uh, big birthday shout out to him. That's like, that's my guy, man. Real talk. That is my brother. And I wish you nothing but the best. Uh, many, many, many more, man. And, and I'm going to see you, th- um, I'm going to see you, uh, this Saturday. At uh, my homegirl uh, Dana show, yeah, we going uh, well, hello Teddy on Instagram, which I, I definitely gotta get her on my show too. We gonna, you know what I'm saying? But a big shout, big shout to you, brother, and I wish you many, many. But shout to your son too. So you know what I'm saying? Enjoy your day, and <clears throat> let's get some work done. You know what I'm saying? Like we we gonna link back up. We gonna get something going. Yeah. So now time to get into business. Um, thank you. If you get, <laughs> I appreciate it, Jay Zanti with the the sound effects. Uh, real quick, make sure you guys follow my like page. Uh, it's Josie's boy, J O S I E S B O Y, all one word. Uh, that's Instagram and Facebook. And now, Call Me When It's Over is officially on Instagram. You can follow the page at underscore Call Me When It's Over. Spell correctly. Underscore Call Me When It's Over. All together. All together. Underscore Call Me When It's Over. Keep keep up with everything that has to do with the show. Uh, I have daily videos up there. I'm just, you know, getting, getting, collecting my followers right now. <clears throat> but I'll have, um, Daily videos for you guys, nice little rants, little things I do. And I'm also, because for some, a lot of people, don't, shout out to my girl, Aja. Thank you. Thank you, dude. Thank you, dude. Yes, fan page on IG. Old Joe, the, the fan page is Josie's Boy, J-O-S-I-E-S-B-O-Y. Instagram is underscore call me when it's over. Um, <clears throat> unfortunately, some guy has call me when it's over. We, we, I checked. I checked. Some dude who hasn't posted since 2013 has call me when it's over. It sucks. I know. So that's why I had to do the underscore. That shit is whack. I know. Uh, but yeah, please follow the page. Keep the movement going. I'm actually, when I go out to eat, uh, I, I, I anybody who knows me, well, the people, the few people who actually, actually know me, I try, you know, I try nachos everywhere. Anywhere I go, I have to try the nachos. I don't care what's, yeah, chicken nachos. Everywhere I go, if there are nachos on the menu, I have to try that. 
So you guys are be all up in my my nacho capers and all that good shit on Instagram. So make sure you you guys follow the page and follow my page separately too. Is Josie's boy follow that? That's mainly gonna be on my art stuff and on my personal stuff. But uh, follow the podcast. Understore. Call me when it's over. So <clears throat> let's get into it. Hopefully everybody had a good weekend last week. Uh, I know the snowstorm kind of kind of messed everybody up. I wasn't I wasn't prepared for that. You know what I'm saying? But last weekend I had I had a good weekend this passing. <clears throat> I actually got a chance to to well I do, I do it every weekend so I'm not even gonna say that but uh, I I spent most of the weekend well not even most of the whole weekend with my girl uh big shout out to my queen Aja I spent the whole I actually spent time with her family this weekend again too now they came down to to, to New York they're from Boston they came down to New York so we spent the whole weekend together or I was invited to come spend the weekend with them so uh big shout out to the whole Booster Clan that came through I appreciate you guys for inviting me out thank you very much. And yo, we had a, we had a good time for well, Friday night. First off, I went to go see uh, uh the King Kong movie. You good? I went to go. See, I went to go see that. I went to go see the King Kong movie. <clears throat> great movie was great. I'm not gonna spoil that for you. Don't worry about it. I'm not. I, pr- I promise I won't spoil it. But it is this dope from beginning to end. John C. Riley was hilarious in it, even though he wasn't supposed to be. He was being super sarcastic and. John C. Riley's funny. That's all I gotta say. John C. Riley's funny. So John C. Riley's go see, go see, go see the Kong movie. I'm saying it's a really good movie. So I saw that on Friday, uh, Saturday. You know what I'm saying? We did some family time with the David Busters. Ate a lot. I ate a hell of a lot of food this weekend. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all, man. I ate so damn much. I I, I, feel, I feel so big. <laughs> it's just disgusting how much stuff. I, I actually went to Longhorn for the first time. It was great. I had some chi- uh, some Parmesan crusted chicken. Uh, it was good. It was really good. I had it with mashed potatoes. And usually when I go eat somewhere, the mashed potatoes are terrible. Like Applebee's and Friday's. The mashed potatoes are god-awful. But <clears throat> had had a lot of food. And then Sunday, I went to go see Logan. I'm going to spoil that for y'all. I'm not even going to lie to you. No, I'm not. not you. I don't want to because I know you want to see it. <laughs> you don't care? Okay, I'm going to spoil it for y'all. Uh, uh, Professor X dies and so does Wolverine. I'm a dick. I'm a dick. I won't tell you how. I will not tell you how they died. But they both died. They both died. It was very sad. Now, I know I'm not supposed to be, you know, I'm, I'm not supposed to think anything else besides I'm watching a superhero movie. <clears throat> no, sorry. I already said it. You saw it too, so stop it. I'll just stop it. You saw it already. You, you was right next to me. <laughs> you watched it. You were there. You saw him die. You almost cried. I saw it. You almost cried. Uh, I know I'm not supposed to pull much. Uh, she said, why? Because <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an asshole. That's why I'm a douche. I'm a, I'm a douche. I'm 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 a big time asshole. That's exactly why I did it. I'm sorry. Blame Marion Barry. If you get that reference, I give you ten dollars. No, not really. I didn't give you nothing. But uh, I saw the movie, and I know you're not supposed to pull much out of superhero movies, but um, a lot kind of went on in my mind, like mentally. I've been I've been dealing with a lot lately mentally. But I'm about to get into that in a second. Uh, people don't like spoiler alerts, but you know what? Matter of fact, I spoiled this movie for everybody who spoils Walking Dead for me every single week. Every single week. So I hope anybody who watches Walking Dead that posts all that stuff on Facebook doesn't go to see this movie because Professor X dies and so does Wolverine. That's what you get for messing <laughs> Walking Dead for me. Every damn week. Every week I had to see Glenn died on Facebook. I didn't even have to watch the episode. I didn't have to watch it. I saw Glenn die on Facebook. Facebook. So if you don't like spoiler alerts, don't ever listen to any of my movie reviews because I will mess everything up. And I didn't see Get Out, so y'all can spoil all you want because I saw it all over the internet before I got to see it. So it doesn't matter. <clears throat> anyway, I will see Get Out soon. But I know you're not supposed to pull much from uh, superhero movies. Like, it's not supposed to be a big thing. It's supposed to be just all excitement, action, and all good stuff. But in all honesty, the story itself, if you pay attention to it, like I said, I was going through a lot. I, I was, I was like, mentally, I had a lot. Still a great, yeah, thank you. I, yeah, I know it was a great episode. We all know that. 
Uh, yes, I did watch the episode over, even though I knew he died already, so it's okay. Uh, I know you're not supposed to pull much out of superhero movies, especially like Marvel movies, because they're pretty much it is what it is. Like, I'm not a big time comic book fan. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, but I grew up watching. I would always see Spider-Man and I would see anything that has to do with X-Men because I grew up watching the cartoons. Uh, I haven't I haven't been a big comic book head since I was maybe like 10. My collection I gave away when I was 11. And I kind of regret it now because I had some gems. I had like some original Captain Americas in there. I, yeah, yeah. A lot of it got messed up in the flood in my building, too. So, um that sucks, but I gave up real fast. So I'm sitting there watching, watching it and, you know, think, thinking, thinking about everything that I've been dealing with in the past few days or past, you know, past few months. I've been, it, life, life hasn't been easy for anybody, but you know what I'm saying? I, I go, go through my little episodes just like anybody else and watching the movie. It, it, I'm going to spoil it some more. <laughs> in the first scene, the first scene, it find you find Wolverine waking up in the middle of somewhere, uh, come to find out he's in Mexico. If you if you don't want this to be ruined, do not watch me, please. Yeah, I've been there walking up drunk in Mexico or like from a long sleep, coke fueled night, whatever, all that good stuff. Uh he woke up and he was in a limo and somebody was trying to like steal his, his hubcaps or rims or tires, whatever. They was stripping his car. And uh he got into a fight with the with the, the dudes that were trying to rob him and he stereotype, of course, Mexicans were still in the, the tires. So he got out the car to give them advice on how to get uh the wheels off. And then they got to a fight. Now, when the fight started, you know, he put, he put his claws out, but one of them wouldn't come all the way out. And I'm like, damn, Wolverine's getting old. Like his claw won't even fully retract. Like that's crazy. Or extend. Retract is going back. Extend. His claw wouldn't extend all the way. And I'm like, damn. So one, at one point in the movie, he's sitting on his bed and he like literally, he had his, um, his hand taped to his, his, was it right hand? Either his right hand, I think it was his right hand taped up the whole time. And he pulls the claw all the way out. Like it was a scene where he grabs the claw, cuts his hand, but pulls the claw all the way out. And yeah, yeah, he he he's limping the whole movie. Like you can see age on him. Like he's you can tell he's he's almost done. He's weathering. Like he's almost finished. So I'm sitting there watching the whole movie. I'm not gonna tell you everything. I'm just gonna be a dickhead and tell you all those little parts. There's probably another little part I'm gonna tell. Maybe, maybe I'm not, I'm not even lying. I'm not even lying. Maybe. So I'm sitting there watching the movie, and the whole, like the whole movie. I'm not gonna lie to you. It really got to me. Not, not on some. Oh my god, I'm a cry type stuff. Like it made me. It made me. Th- you're not supposed to get deep messages from this, but it made me think about life. Where through the whole movie, you see Wolverine falling apart. Spoiler alert. You see the whole. You see. You see him. His body breaking down, and him not healing correctly. Yes, correct, Ozzy. Yeah, he was not healing. I know. Uh, the medicine wore off. That's good. That's good. That's good. He doesn't deserve boys to men. Um, but it's, 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 <laughs> I call me off guard. It was really loud. Uh, it, 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 I'm watching the movie and through the whole movie, it's like, he's getting, his condition's getting worse and worse. And he's cough, He's coughing. I thought he had cancer, but I, I remember he's a, a mutant. He can't have cancer. So I'm not going to tell you what he was dying from, but he was dying. And, you know, I, I, after after the whole weekend, I kind of sat I sat at home and I thought a little bit. And so many people always say, well, a lot of people always say, "There's I'm not trying to make this whole super depressing or whatever." I'm just like, you know, I just you know, I'm always honest with y'all. So, uh, you know, people always say, you, you know, you're gonna die. Like life is short. And the 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 more I watch that movie, it's literally like the second half of his life is just flashing before our eyes i know it's a fake character but still it made me think you know like you first you saw like his hands giving out he has a bum leg 
then he has to have glasses out of nowhere. He can't see anything. Uh, he's coughing up. It looks like soot, but I'm sure it has to do with some mutant stuff. So, and I, I just sit there and I think, you know, I, I sat at home and, and, and I thought, you know, my body's going to fall apart one day. Like one day, my hands won't work the same. One day, my eyes are going to give out. One day, I won't, my mind won't work the same. Everything's going to change. So you tell yourself you have to take advantage of every, every living moment you have. And it's, and it's not easy to do. Because real life kicks in. That's something that's really not easy to do. But uh, shout, to, shout to my homeboy Kadeem, even though I got him on Facebook, where he's going to see it on, Facebook, on Instagram. Shout out to my, my boy Kadeem. He actually posted something on, Facebook, on Instagram that made me think, think a lot, too. And I'm glad he said it. Uh, there's been a lot of talks of, even for a long time, about mental, mental health and illness and all that. And how it, it's real. And it definitely is real. And... Me, you know, for, who's, who, for who, for those of who don't know, I'm an artist. I'm a painter. You know that. That's why I'm your girl's favorite artist. Follow me on Instagram. Uh, I sit there and I, I read his post, and then I, I and and I just sat at home and I'm thinking, oh, Chris, what's going on, brother? Thank you for watching. Appreciate it. Uh, and I sit there and I think, me not having like, and 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 this is this is speaking to like anybody who's doing something uh, specifically creative. Somebody doing something creative. You sit there and you think, you know you're doing something non-traditional and you're supposed to be following your dreams. You're supposed to do, follow, you know, find what you love, do what you love. When, when you have that, I don't, I don't consider it a passion. I consider it an obsession. Whatever I do is an obsession. I don't consider it a passion. Uh, in my eyes, like passion is just like inspiration. It's like only fools wait for it. You know what I'm saying? You got to be obsessed with what you do. So my my problem my problem with being a painter i know there's a struggle like just being an artist in general is not easy specifically being in new york like there have brooklyn itself i think it's like five like it's like fifty thousand artists living in brooklyn alone fifty thousand and most of them are in williamsburg and now you know now bushwick and all that good stuff so i sit and i think like i go through of, of course everybody goes through shit but it's like me not having a non-traditional job or a non-traditional career, I guess. You know, not going the same way that everybody everybody wants. People respect the dudes who get up at four o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the morning every single day to go to work. Or they come home like yourself. They come home every day at seven, eight, nine in the morning after being out all all night, like working the graveyard shift and all that good stuff. And I respect those too because I, I I've done that. I've done it. I've been a working man since I was 16. Like I know what it feels like to do manual labor. I've worked in warehouses. I've 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 been treated real. I've done retail. I've worked at female shelters. Like I've a women's shelter. Excuse me. Got to be careful with that one because I saw a nice argument about that. And I don't want anybody to say you're shaming. You're shaming. You're shaming. So we're going to talk about that in the second half of the show. But I've always noticed that I don't. And I see this with a lot of artists, but I don't know how, how many of them like actually take that jump and go full-fledged in what they do. I notice I don't get a lot of respect for what I do from people that work traditional jobs. And I've known since I was nine what I wanted to do. But when I was 18, 19, and I was, you know, I started painting when I was 16. I picked up painting when I was 16 at least. Like I should say that I picked it up. Uh, but I knew when I was 18, I was going to go through a struggle. You know, I, I, I knew, of course, I didn't think it was going to be this bad. Nobody ever uh, uh, perceives something to be as terrible as it really comes out to be. You know, you never really prepare for it. So I, I knew from jump that I was going to go through something. And mentally, I don't think people understand how hard creative people have it. Like, yeah, I get it. 
And I'm not sitting there saying that nobody has, you know, bad days. Everybody has bad days. You, you having some sound problems over there? <laughs> Everybody has bad days. But one thing, like, I'm always going to speak for the creatives. And one thing I know for a fact that I deal with is people not respecting what I do. And that takes a toll on my mind itself. Uh, I'm trying to find the right words to say it in all honesty. Because it's, it's a, if I'm trying to stop myself from getting emotional about it. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, it's. It's a lot. Oh, no. No, no, I don't need any music. No music. No music. <laughs> I don't need any music. It's a nice gesture, but I don't need any music. No. That was good, though. You was, you was on point for that one. I give you that one. You always on point. I give you that one. But uh, I I speak for the people who, who who have taken that jump, who have taken because whenever you do something, like I I know. Thank thank you. Uh, thank you. I know. Uh, whenever you do something that you love, something that you're obsessed with, it. It takes everything from you. And the average person, you know, honestly, the average person never really gets to find that love. Uh, you know, you grow up doing what you think you like. Like you look at it when you're a child, you say you want to sing. Your teacher tells you you can sing. You you say you want to draw. Your teacher tells you you can draw. You want to dance. Your teacher says you want to dance. But when you hit a certain age, they kind of program you to to pick one thing. But they pick they they, they only give you certain options. When I remember when I was in, you know, kindergarten, I told no, uh, I told my teacher I wanted to be a football player, a cop, and a fire, a fire, a fireman. And my kindergarten teacher told me, "Yeah, you can do that." When I got to first or second grade, and I said I wanted to be a cop and a firefighter, my teacher told me, "No, you got to pick one." Like that's it. They never, they never steer you towards the creative stuff because apparently being a creative doesn't make any money. Being a painter, being an artist, being a musician doesn't make any money. No matter what avenues we have now, people still just don't believe in it. And as I got older, I knew I knew I was in for some shit. <laughs> I knew it. I, I, I saw this documentary and it said, listen, just prepare for a struggle. And I went through, going through, not, I'm not even going to say went through, going through, still going through. Uh, of course, it's a personal choice because I want to do what I, what I love. But it's like, I, you know, I've lost so much. I've lost so so much, and I, I just had a conversation about this the other day too, uh, last last weekend. I don't think people understand what creatives give up, or people who not even just creatives, people who pursue pursue something like entrepreneurs and and the people that just want to want to do what they want to do. Uh, it's hard to find that 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 work balance. It's hard to keep friends. It's hard to have a significant other. Um, <clears throat> You go through like the one thing I always say, I've lost so much that I'm not afraid to lose anything else now. And of course, it takes years to kind of get to that, that, that mentality where it's like nothing else matters. Uh, whenever whenever I, I think I'm on the brink of losing a job or if I want to quit or something, I would in my 20s, I always say, fuck it. I'm fine. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be good. I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life. But then when you hit 30, 31, it's like, all right. I'm doing all this work. When is it going to pay off? What, like what, what's happening? You, you, you start to realize like life really ain't that easy. And that starts to take a toll on you. I, I sit and I think all the time, like, man, like I'm not, I'm not one of those people that sit on Instagram and I, I don't put filters to anything. I don't act like everything's perfect. I don't, I don't, I don't act like I have everything. Cause in all honesty, I don't, I'll be the first person. I'm a, I'm an open book. I'll be the first person to tell you if I'm broke. I'll be the first person to tell you if I'm sad. Like, you can read my... Well, I won't go that far because there's a lot of times you just can't tell what's going on with me. That's just the way it is. But <clears throat> I 
I know now how much of, uh, how much of an effect all that stuff had on me. You know what I'm saying? Like going through, and it's it's even deeper, and it's even deeper than that. Like you know, I've I've been evicted before. I've been homeless, uh, uh, displaced, <laughs> just like so many other people, displaced, uh, not. Yeah, like a refugee is just treated, treated. I remember, well, you know, when I when I first moved to Brooklyn, uh, <clears throat> I didn't draw anything for a year, bro. Like I didn't, I didn't make any work for a year. I couldn't. I was depressed. Like I went through. I've, I've, I'm talking like living out of bags. You know what I'm saying? Like not, not having somewhere to call your own home. Not, thank you, sir. Damn, that was fast. Uh, losing, just losing and losing and losing. And the only thing that ever made me happy was my work. Like my, 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 my painting, my, my obsession, my, that's all I have. And that helped me lose even more. (laughs) You know, when you chase something that you love, it's like you, everything just keeps tumbling down. And right now I'm in, I'm in a position where I've met somebody that, that I can wholeheartedly say I care about. And I never, I never in my life thought that was going to happen again. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I thought I lost any chance I ever had at, at ever any any kind of compassion any kind of companionship any kind of love i thought i was done with that and i found it you know luckily i have somebody that supports me 100 percent. not to say i never had anybody support me but um it's it, in no way shape or form is it easy to like you think about it <clears throat> you get into a relationship right and i'm speaking from experience you lose somebody that you care about because you are chasing something that you love does that make sense to you like, I mean, no, no, no. I'm not saying what I'm saying makes sense. I mean, like, is the whole situation logical? It's dumb, isn't it? You lose somebody that, that you love because you're chasing something that you love. And that happened to me so many times, bro. And, you know, like I said shout out earlier, shout out to my, my boy Kadeem. I saw him post about, you know, him being depressed and him him working all the time, him coming home at 1, 2 o'clock in the morning and not stopping and going to paint and then uh, doing the whole day over and over and over again, and the people that have traditional jobs, I've, I've like I said, I've been working since I was six, I've worked since I was sixteen. The people that have traditional jobs, I understand what it's like to get up and be to work at four o'clock in the morning. I know what it feels like to go to bed at one, two o'clock in the morning, and have to be to work at four fifteen, all because you got a schedule that just keeps going and keeps going, and no matter what happens, no matter what you go through, you just all you know, all you're programmed to do is keep going keep going and a lot of people lose their faith a lot of people lose whatever kind of determination or or whatever kind of passion they have a lot of people lose it but in my life in all honesty all i know is keep moving forward that's all i know and it's not easy yo it's really not easy so before like i said i'm gonna get into to to, to shaming and all that stuff and it's because i got a lot to say about that before we all I gotta tell you is I gotta watch this movie Logan. It's deep like that. I gotta watch. Logan this. is deep. Logan is <laughs> no Logan. I don't know if Logan's that deep, but I pulled a lot. You, you're not gonna see it like that because you're a comic book fan. So like it's it's me being a painter. I, I just look at everything completely different. I mean I don't know maybe I don't know because I'm because you're you're going into it for the oh he's gonna stab that dude and right is you already gonna start thinking about him. I do the same thing with the get down, but I love it so much. Um, when we do speak about mental illness and depression, make sure you guys don't, you know, don't, you know how they always say like boys will be boys and they're like, they're, they're like men will be men and they do shit and it's just chalked up to being a man. Right. Well, that's what, don't, right. Don't do that to artists. 
Do not do that to any creative. Don't sit there and chuck it up to, oh my God, they're just sensitive. They're just sensitive. Like, I'm fucking defensive for a reason. All these other people are defensive for a reason. The average, the average person, the average person who, who works at being a starving artist, <laughs> that shit is real. You don't understand the things that we've given up. You don't understand the things that we've been through. You know what I'm saying? Like knowing I'm talking, I know people that, that literally lived off a of dollar slices day to day. Like every other, like pe- people living only eating like a, every, every other day or every two days. Ramen noodles. That shit, I can, I can never in my life smell another pack of ramen noodles. It makes me sick to this day just cause I had to eat it. I ate that shit every fucking day, son. Every day. And the funny thing about it was I ate it when I was working. I was broke while I had a damn job. That's a whole other situation. That's, that's another story. But when we talk about mental illness and we talk about sickness and we talk about depression and we talk about sadness, do not count out the people who gave up everything they love or they lost everything they love because they're chasing something that they love. No, it's not easy being a teacher. No, it's not easy being a cop at all and in no way, shape or form am I comparing anything like that. But we go through shit just as much as they do. You never in your life know how hard artists have it. People always people always say like artists eat healthy and all that good stuff. Like you know why artists gotta 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 eat bananas and apples and shit? Because niggas ain't got no money. People don't want to pay. Specifically New York, of course. Like that's a, a big situation too. But people don't want to pay, so we have to literally go through. I'm sorry, I've been painting for like I draw my whole life, but I've been painting for like fifteen years now, fifteen sixteen years now. Well, sixteen be my birthday, sixteen years, and. I, I've given away more than I've ever sold. Professionally, I've been, what, like five years now? Professionally? Like we're talking like actually making money to where I could pay a bill? Like five years? So that means I got, an, I got another 10 years before I get to prove myself. You go through every single day telling yourself, all right, some, something. And sh- shout out to my, my boy Ty. We talk about this all the time. Anybody who's chasing a dream, people are going to be in your ear telling you, oh, you should get a job or you should, you should put this on the back burner. Or, and you know, this is going to sound like a really humble brag. <laughs> I'm sorry if this sounds like a humble brag, but somebody like myself who's really good at a lot of different things. And some of those things outshine. It, am I? You're shaming me. You're shaming me. Are you, are you emotionally shaming me? You're shaming, you're talent shaming. Um, segue, I know, right? Yeah. It's, we sit and we talk about, everybody goes to the show, but we talk about, you know, Man, when we gonna make it? And you know when this when this happens, when that happens, and that day is gonna come. That day definitely is gonna come. And to all the people who who, who jumped off the cliff, who 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 gave up everything they had, who who still who still dream with their eyes wide open. As cliche as that shit sounds, it's so true. Keep going. I understand what you're going through. Trust me. I know what it feels like to literally sit down and just just cry because you want to win so bad. And it's not even about having pressure from the outside. Yeah, you're going to have a lot of people in your ear. You're going to have a lot of people telling you, yo, you're good at this. You should do this. You should do that. And all in your heart, all you want to do is just do what you want to do. Yeah, you have to learn business. You have to learn all this other stuff. Yes, you have to learn how to play a game to manipulate the game. But I'm letting you know now. Like, you, you if you're sad about something, that's cool. It's, it's natural. It's natural. Just know you're not the only one. I feel your pain 100%. So anybody who's going through something right now, and I'm not just trying to single anybody anybody out, but I do want to talk to artists specifically. 
anybody who is chasing a dream, anybody who is who's 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 sacrificing, anybody who's giving up, anybody who thank you, sir, anybody who is going going for something that they love. Yeah, I'm about to turn off. Anybody who's going for something that they love and you just keep losing and you keep falling, but you keep trying, keep going, keep going. Do, do not stop. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't do it. I understand. Now, if you're rapping, you're 40 years old, you still ain't get a deal. That's a different story. Maybe you should just like think of doing other things. Maybe you should be a producer. I don't know. That's something that can go on forever. Sometimes you do have to be logical with yourself. But just know, Michael Jackson made Thriller at 28. J.K. Rollins, she didn't write Harry Potter until she was well into her 30s. One of my favorite... One, and on welfare. One of my favorite... Victoria Beckham. Uh, her and her and um, what's his dude's name again? David Beckham. Yeah, that's his name exactly. Why did I forget about that? Uh, her and David Beckham lived in an apartment for a while before he he wasn't always worth one hundred fifty million, two hundred million dollars. They lived in a shitty ass apartment, trying to make ends meet before he. Conor McGregor, perfect example. Mister UFC right now was his girlfriend was taking care of him while he was busting his ass every single day, every single day trying to make it somewhere now he is just know that it's possible it's possible yeah you got to get up off your ass and do it but it's possible so when you feel like crying and you feel like you you you're never going to make it let it out get up pull your fucking pants up and go keep going don't let anybody tell you anything different and if you don't believe anybody else believe me i'm your girl straight for a reason so uh, everybody who's watching on Facebook Live, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. Please continue to share the video. Uh, if you have any more questions, you'll hit me up. Follow me on Instagram at J-O-S-I-E-S-B-O-Y-O-M-O-R. Hashtag your girl's favorite artist. Underscore, call me when it's over. Follow the, the podcast page, please. And uh, I'm about to cut it. So please keep sharing the video. Thank you very much. I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Good night. <clears throat> but yeah, thank you, sir. You know, going going into a, a, a nice little segue about that. I'm glad you brought up the shaming thing. So, um... Hopefully, I really hope anything I said right now, somebody can relate to. And, and I, I just want y'all to know, you know, shit, shit is real out here. And I know how you feel. You know what I'm saying? But uh, moving on to, to, to a lighter note. I was on Instagram the other day, which, you know, for some reason, people live and die and tag me and everything. Uh, there's this guy named Capri, Capri uh, Fernandez. Comedian, right? Uh, or internet comedian or whatever he wants to be. He's just a guy that makes funny videos. Because I don't think it's his... his uh, profession or whatever he's just a dude in the hood that want to wear balenciagas so at least that's what i think that's how i see it so he took a picture he did a photo shoot he had these two little fake fake boobs fake booty girls you know like the the, the waist trainer girls them little all makeup face beat girls them chicks he took two pictures with two of them and like ah, oh, he's the man then he takes a picture with some other woman sitting on his lap yo his comments went off or you see boy that's a tranny that's a trend yo you ain't gonna say nothing about that man sitting on your lap so he brought it to himself to 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 make a video response saying you know he had to defend himself and in all honesty i completely understand where he's coming from i know you 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 have to you have to kind of like fight to, to 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 prove something but i feel like that's only in the black community like in the people of color like, we got to pr- fight to prove that, yo, I'm not gay. I'm not gay. And if you're not, that's cool. If you are, that's cool with me, too. It is what it is. Whatever you do is what you do. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like the the, the, the homoeroticism, all, the, all, that, all, all that stuff, plays too much of a big role in, in urban culture right now. Because we got to deal with 
what uh sexuality shaming body like all this stuff like perfect example moonlight won best picture right at the oscars so every time i make a mistake i'm gonna say i'm sorry moonlight you won like that's gonna be my thing now (laughs) every time i make a mistake moonlight you won sorry uh when when i start i I didn't see any review i saw like sundance any film festival it was like riveting amazing uh blah 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 blah. like it was just super great super great right then all of the, like a lot of com- comedians I follow, like mainly which sucks, like black people, like that hurts that my people are like this. You know what I'm saying? But all I saw was, why you tell me uh, Moonlight was so gay? It was about gay shit. And you said something I said, like I only knew about it, uh, like heavy drug content. Like that's all I knew of. I didn't hear anything about any homosexual stuff. I hear nothing about that. I was, right, like like that. Right, that's what you drag out of it. Go ahead, get on, go ahead, get on the mic, get on the mic, get on the mic. Go ahead, get on the mic. Yeah, go ahead. I don't hear you. I don't hear you. Great content. Yeah, I don't hear you at all. Yeah, don't worry about it. We good. We good. Yeah. Am I on it? Yeah, we got it. Okay. It's probably 120 minutes, 160 minutes of great content, and probably like it looks five amazing. minutes, 10 minutes of something that's gay. Probably that's one scene. Shit. Yeah, you know? And that's a big thing. That's a big thing that bothers me. Like, we were talking about this earlier. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy because it's, it's kind of in our DNA. Uh, to, 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 to if something we don't like say oh that's mad gay like, even if it's not to somebody it could be about a situation it's like yo that shit is whack that shit is gay bro right. that's mad gay and right now I know the big thing is femi- uh, feminization of of specifically men of color on TV and the the normality of uh, homosexuality and all that like I get it I, I kind of I kind of think about it it's like all right now my my thing is. I'm not against I, I have gay and this is this is how the, the explanation always starts out. Like you gotta be politically correct. And it's like, why do I have to keep saying this that I have gay friends and I have trans friends? Yeah, yeah, and you, why do I have to be saying that? Disclaimer, right? right like, why did that why do I have to keep, we even have a conversation like I have gay friends? Right. Have, <laughs> like <laughs> Romans, <laughs> let me journeyman, let me countrymen, let me day, why are we still doing that? Why do I have like, to still defend sucks. myself on that? If I have something to say, cool, it's a hot topic. Boom! Just don't down me for my opinion. I never have to really have to say this. It's like uh, I'm a father, and I have no. I, right? I, you can't talk about somebody else's kid. Yeah, yeah but, before you, know, you do. But before you know, before I tell somebody about this kid, I, I'm a father. I'm a father. I know, I know beforehand before I say this of where. It, no, I just say what the fuck I'm saying. That's it. And that's that. And that's that. Yeah. So before I say anything about any anything that has to do with like homosexuality or trans, transgender, queer, uh, you know, bisexual, all that stuff, it's like I have gay friends. I have gay friends. <laughs> I do. But so stupid. I hate so that I have dumb. to defend myself. It's so dumb. It sucks. Yeah. But now the defense the defense of everything I completely understand. Uh so now some the argument is that the normality of homosexuality is 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 too much. It's too much. Like I get it. Me personally when I do have a child, male or female, I do want them to have I like that they're adding things to like car like it's on Nickelodeon now. It's on Nickelodeon. It's in a Disney movie now. Yeah, it's in a Disney movie. Right. I'm not knocking that. Like, we all know Burton and Ernie gay. <laughs> we all knew that. They are? You didn't know? I just thought two men in the tub was normal. <laughs> We're a rubber ducky, right? <laughs> quack, quack. Quack, quack. <laughs> I... Enter sound effect here. <laughs> please do. Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, thank you. Damn, where's the bell? Fuck. Where's oh, the bell? Somebody moved the bell. Oh, man. Somebody moved the bell. So, uh, anyway... You you got like we have all those things. And now my thing is I'm I'm not mad at that being on TV. 
Now, it being on TV so much, I feel the same way about smoking. I feel the same. Like, I didn't want to No, see, generally, yeah. I feel the same way about drinking. Like, they make alcohol on TV look like soda. I used to think about that all the time when I was younger. Like, why does it look like juice? That right. somebody, an uh, old white man, rich white man, sits down and having, having a bad day, downs a glass of scotch. Right. Scotch ain't that easy to swallow. Pause. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's mental. That's all it is. Oh, it's mental. Do do it's that. mental. But it's like, it's, it's scotch is not that easy to swallow. Like, that's going to burn your chest. Do you see the way they drink tequila on TV? It's like, another one. Sorry. I take a shot of Patron. I'm like, ah, uh, I'm dying. But you know, it's funny that they do that, but yet beer we we've had tons of beer commercials. Still cigarette commercials. Still cigarette commercials, right? Right? Didn't have any alcohol commercials for a while. Long time. Now Long it's time. out. Now it's now it's it. It's it. Nas did a Hennessy ad. Yeah, now you know they got the vodka bottles and all that. And now that's acceptable, but yet you can never have a conversation with somebody with somebody and go, you know, I, I have a lot of alcoholic friends. Right so. there. <laughs> for high five. Fucking high five. Thank you. The first high five of this yes. show. The yes. That's a great, that's a, oh, that's I have a great a lot analogy. Of I have a lot of alcoholic friends, but for me to say this. That you got a problem. <laughs> nobody does that. That's a great point. That could, that could, wait, wait. Can I get my own bomb? Go ahead. Go ahead. Get a bomb. Down the Marco. Marco. That's a great point. That is a terrific point. Like, nobody ever says, I have smoker friends, but just so you know, this gives you cancer. (laughs) Nobody does that. But as soon, like, now don't get me, like I said, don't get me wrong. When I have children, I do want them to have options of choosing what they want to be when they grow up. I'm not, like, I get the whole gender bending and all that stuff. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not letting my son run around with a skirt on. That's just me. Oh, yeah. That's just me. Like, I get it. Like, a boy's supposed to be a boy. A girl's supposed to be a girl. You don't want that. You want to blur the lines. But, but, but yet you make fun of Jaden Smith, who's bashing who. Because he's rich, you can get away with that. Like, I see I see so many women like, oh, that's cute. Like, was it Angelina Jolie, I think it was? She let her son wear a sk- No, 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 no. It was Megan Fox. Megan Fox. It was Megan Fox. She looked like she dirty anyway. I never liked her. <laughs> I mean, she looked like she just, she like she just smelled like depression. Like, it's like, like patchouli oil and underarm. It's yeah. Just like from, real, like, not even patchouli oil, like just like she, motor oil. She right? smelled like cigarettes, country music, <laughs> and motor oil. That's what she smelled like. And fucking... Two day old beer. Wait a minute, like, I'm celebrity shaming. Oh no, I'm celebrity shaming. Oh, Can't no. talk. No, 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 no. Sorry about that. Fuck my ass is low the fuck out. You sir are fired. Um, no, that one works though. Though it really does though. It's because it's hilarious. That sounds like making fun. Fuck my ass is low the fuck out. That's what she smells like. She really does. She's my worn out ass. Uh. And it's you know like don't 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 get me wrong like I think it's it's cute you want you want your son to play dress up like she lets her kid outside in tutus that's you I want my boy to be a boy I want my girl to be a girl am I gonna let my son wear pink you damn right I wear pink my daughter can wear whatever she- wait, oh, wait 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 hold on hold on hold on because mm-hmm. all right I'm I'm because yeah you know my child yeah yeah super producer Sally yeah she's not into the pink no she's she's a, she's just a regular kid right. But, but she knows she's a girl. But right. But is is that a blurred line as well? Because she doesn't like to wear the pink. She doesn't like. To I wear feel like that's just a, that's just a tomboy thing. That you think that it's a, that's okay? So there's no tom girls and boys though. It's really not. Ah, you it's see? really not. You there, see? yes, there is a bias. Ah, there, yes, there is a bias. A, yes. There is. There's a but bias like there. my my because there ain't no kid going. There ain't no boy going to school wearing a rainbow bright shirt. Because here's the thing: if I had one, I probably would have. I'm not gonna lie to you. But for the jokes or for? 
No, nah, if the shirt was like blue and it was like rainbow bright on the front, like I'd be like, yo, this shit is lit. Like, a rainbow bright shirt? In high school, yeah. yeah. Oh, in Not, high school, it, yeah, but yeah. like, no, no, no. Because like, look at, because look at how like it is. Six, seven, the way eight, we, the way we were taught, women were taught to just be strong and just be women. Oh, now you're rainbow bright shaming now? Now you're. <laughs> yeah, because I like, I like, um, fucking Care Bears. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm Rainbow Bright Shaman. What are you talking about? I like Care Bears. I like Gummy Bears. What are you talking about? Yes. My Little Pony, damn it. Yes, people, that was a cartoon. Gummy Bears is a cartoon. Um, so my thing, my my thing is like women were, you know, imp- are empowered from jump. Right. Like the, you know, and they can men, get away with wearing anything. They can get away. They can do that because yeah. women, I'm every woman. I could be whatever I want. Right. Man, just supposed to be a man. Right. Am I saying it's wrong or right? No, I'm just saying I know what I want to have in my household. <laughs> I'm not right. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> She's over there wearing a camouflage onesie. And she can do whatever she wants. You know what I'm saying? But like the way the way males are raised, skates. it's like the way males are raised, like you're supposed to be a man. Like you're gonna go up to be a man, you're gonna go up to fight, you're gonna go up to wrestle, like all that cool. Right. And girls could do the same thing. Yeah. But I don't see men trying out for women's swim teams. And I don't see a lot of men tussling with their daughters. I think I'm probably like a woman. I would I, 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 I would probably have one of the hand few that does that. Like I, I, I just, do with my nieces. Like though. today I just grabbed my daughter and I hit her like f- with five rock bottoms. You like, have to. Yeah. You had to let them know it could happen anytime. Yeah. <laughs> life gonna hit you, but you have to get nowhere. up out of nowhere. Life is real. That's a great analogy for life. Sometimes you're gonna get rock bottom, but you yeah. gotta get right back up. You're RKO'd out, RKO'd of out of nowhere. But let me ask you this. Go ahead, bro. All right. We, we, we spoke about the whole homosexuality thing and uh-huh. how it's perceived, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's because a lot of people cannot embrace the fact that even though you're not gay, mm-hmm. that if someone calls you gay, you can just walk away and be like, all right, whatever. That's right? the thing. I don't think, I don't think people understand because that I've been, you can you know, walk I, away from something. The way that I, that I carry myself and I walk around and I talk and I do the things that I do, even with my, my personality and stuff, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I think you're gay. And I'd be like, and so what? I wish I was. I would have a better fashion sense. Like, it doesn't, if, and it's been like that since I was a kid. Yeah. Like, I've been getting called gay bothered. since it started when I was 14. Yeah. Once I, cause the, the first woman that ever pulled, like, from being good looking. Yeah. I was 13. She was 19. Gave me the ill vibes. Every dude in my lunchroom is calling me gay. Oh, he got to be gay. Like, and that's weird because when I was because with me when I was a kid, I was into theater. And you know, a lot of people would be like, "Oh no, you gay." Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he gay, bro. He gay. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's gay. No, that's the first thing they gonna say. Yeah, no, I, if you if if a, if a boy's in dance or. Mm-hmm. And take a ballet or, or something or, like that. Yeah. They're gay. Screenwriting. And even, yeah, gay automatically. Anything that's not sports. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fashion design. Cool, yeah. Gay. It's yeah, automatic. Like, like, yeah, you're gay. And they don't realize like how many women are in these classes. Like, yeah. that's how you miss out. It's like, I'm going to learn how to sew. Then I'm going to tap that. But ass. not only that, you, you start to, um, you're supposed to, you're supposed to build like a, a, a callus to it because it's like you heard it all the time. But see, now here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's because the thing. you being an artist, everybody's going to say the same thing. Like, oh, he's gay as well. No, 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 no. It's complete oh, opposite. they never get it like that? Complete opposite. Complete oh, it's because of your fashion sense that they think you're gay? Now, here's, here's the thing. No, 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 no. All right. So now me having it, my, it's my eclectic taste. Like I've been getting called gay. Well, for one, it started out of jealousy when I was like 14, 15. That started out of jealousy. Then, um, after going, going along, it was just the things that I liked and the music that I listened to. Like I wasn't afraid when I was when I was sixteen, seventeen. I wasn't afraid to say I love Mariah Carey's greatest hits and shit. I listen to R and B every single day. I wasn't afraid to say that. It's oh he got to be gay. Then as an see, and it's funny because as an artist, the first thing they're gonna say is oh man he must get mad he must get mad but like look at him he really good looking and he's a painter like women love artists there's always like a, a fine line between that. But then oh you should you could have been quicker than that. Um. 
it's it's really it's really weird in in, in my situation for, for the, I feel like being called gay for me would all be jealousy. Now, you look at the way you look at the way we all grew up like, you know, anybody who grew up in the 80s, I mean, you know, n- not so much the 80s. If you grew up in the 90s like I'm an 80s baby, 90s raised me, you know what I'm saying? So, if if you grew up in the 90s, you knew like there was it was all about masculinity. There was nothing you can do in nothing soft that you can do in the 90s without somebody calling you gay or even now it's even worse like it's hyper it's hypersensitive now like you can't say anything to cameron and everybody in harlem if you cannot say certain words without saying pause or ao or no homo like you can't say anything that movie was mad long right right like you know i I sit there and somebody asks me what my favorite fruit is and i'm gonna say like i like apples i love bananas and somebody be like hey yo bananas what you talking about it has to be it has to be something you know what i'm saying so with with the with the, with the way the, the the current situation of the media is going i understand both sides of the argument do not get me wrong now if we can have open sex scenes all right you know what let me stop that i'm going to refrain from going down that road uh if we're going to if if we can openly have like curses and accept certain lifestyles, we can do movies about like witchcraft. We can do movies about like twerking is accepted. Twerking is normal. Like shaking your ass should be cool, and you know could be cool on TV and all that good stuff. But for some reason, but people want to say, what about these other lifestyles? Like I want my my gay son to realize that like gay being gay is normal, which is cool. Don't get me wrong. But when you end up throwing something on primetime like Empire, where every single week I have to see a man making out with another man, now the average person in my bother. I worked in Chelsea. I've been hit on by guys since I was 18, 19. I've had men grab my arm, not even start no fights. But like, yo, I'm sorry, bro, I just don't roll that way. Like, it's not going to bother me. But when you have children and they're, 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 they're open, their minds are like sponges, it's completely different. No, I think, I think the misconception with that is that being game is, is, is not normal. It's normal to us because we're acceptable to it. Right, but, but the society, people who don't. It's, it's not normal. That's the so thing. It has to be a thing to where it's like, it's like, we play fucking we we play video games mm-hmm. and it's normal to have the corrected joysticks. But somebody who's lefty can't really play a real game. Because yeah, you it, really can't. So yeah, it's, it's completely it's not normal. different. So like, it's like, like the like the oh, left, the left side of desk. right? Yeah. But here's a here's a, here's a crazy thing that that Sully just told me right now, mm-hmm. and it, it it perfectly example of what it's scary about what our society is. And okay. It's just so weird, and we've probably we've dealt with it in our whole lives. Our uh, uh, dance school. Came mm-hmm. uh, a dance uh, a dance recital type school program came to her school ballet, mm-hmm. and the men were wearing the traditional ballet outfits, you know, with the with the with the, the, the leggings, tights. the tights, with the tights, yeah. And what were the kids saying? That's but gay. That's gay. Why is it gay to have tight pants? Now, now, and this but what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, yeah. you're wearing uh, the appropriate attire, right. for dance. But but you're the same thing goes on jeans. when you're wearing athletic. Uh, materials under your clothes for basketball, for baseball, for football. Like, for nobody got like. Is is there? We say that a a person wearing uh ballet tights is gay, right? But we're not gonna we're not gonna say the same thing for dudes who wear the athletic pants. Uh, the runners, the soccer players. Uh, you you wear compression shorts under your basketball shorts. Does that make you gay? You're wearing the proper attire, but as soon. As soon as you wear something that looks any kind of feminine in a different color, it's a different fucking story. And you know what's funny about that, though? Because what? you got a guy who's dancing around in, like, dance skins on a tight outfit, right? Mm-hmm. But football players wear tight pants. That's what I'm just saying. Yeah, baseball you wear play- compression yeah. pants. Yeah, Especially baseball, baseball players. Oh, but that's Your not gay. regular pants are tight, guys. that's guy. not gay, though. No, no, not at all. No. Uh, wait, there's nothing gay about, and I play basketball, I play sports. 
See, I have to explain myself. I play sports. <laughs> exactly. I've slapped I, a few asses. I've slapped a few asses in my day. Had my ass slapped. <laughs> That's how it goes. You know what I'm saying? But nobody ever says, yo, y'all mad gay. I'll be like slapping each other's asses. Like, please explain the difference. You know the only people that say that? Women. I've only heard women. Now, women like that shit. No, but I've always, but, but they they do it like joking, like, oh, that's mad gay. You always slap me. But they think that shit is cute. Yeah, that's what I said. Those are the only ones I've ever heard say that. Because you, you dunk the the ball, the whole team slapping. Everybody, you can't, you can't walk past your bench. Yeah, boy. You can't walk your bench. You chest bumping, ass slapping. You gonna walk around with that red Except ass cheek? Chicago Cubs dick bump. I ain't with that shit. Oh, you don't forget in football we grabbing uh, taints. <laughs> don't forget about that. We grabbing taints now. Them coin sacks ain't safe, brother. And no, it's <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> watch out for the <laughs> watch out. Ain't no front to back, front to back. Um, and no, it's like like I like I said. My my thing is like I'm, I I think they're trying to they're trying to question. It comes into a moral question. When we're talking about shaming, like a, a person who's big on anti-shaming is Amy Schumer. Like to me, she's not funny at all. I right. find nothing hilarious about her. Right. I find nothing attractive about about white women. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't, know if I, yeah, I don't get it. Funny. So if I say I don't like Amy Schumer, nothing's funny about her except for her face. Am I shaming her? Right. Right. Because I can turn around and call somebody else of my skin color. Not funny too. Or not funny, or not funny too. Mm. Like is is that really shaming? If you just say you don't like something. Well, I think it's it's a it's a general thing that if you um, shame someone of like of her individually and people who are with her, right? Like you know, you're gonna say chubby chicks or I like thick chicks. But you see, that's what I'm saying that people don't understand that they don't they don't they, they, they don't that want you're just to. shaming her in a whole. Oh no, I'm shaming her because she fucking individually. Sucks. Yeah, just her individually. Yeah, I don't find her talent. To be talent. Right. She steals jokes. Like, everybody yeah. loves Ariana Grande. Like, people have, like, a big... She's 12! Yeah, but everybody loves her. They think she could sing. And all. I'm probably, like, the handful that don't think she could... That, that doesn't... I don't think she could sing. And they're like, oh, oh why? You, you, what? She's Because people told her that she can sing. Like, uh, the, the media tells right, you, Right, like, but then she, am I... Sh- that's my shame? To, it's just no. your, per- your personal preference. Yeah, but no, but everybody... Oh, you're shame. Even, like you said, her, her even her frame... Yeah, she's twelve. She's she's twelve. She's forty-seven years old. She looks like she's eleven. She's twelve. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Tell me, Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande is twelve. She has the Lazarus Pit for the Fountain of Youth somewhere. She's she still has to. She still has to call her parents and see if she has a babysitter she has for the next baby the embryos that she's freaking eating off of. That's she is twelve. <laughs> she's twelve. She's related to Mowgli from the Jungle Book. She's twelve. <laughs> Mowgli does not grow up. She does not grow up either. She's twelve. She still lives on Never Neverland. Like she's twelve. <laughs> she should be in Peter Pan. She's she's young. It's bad. It does weird. not look good. It's very weird. I'm sorry, I can't let. I do. No, I'm not saying she has the best voice, but I do think she can she can sing. But it's funny because I, I kind of feel that way about Adele. Exactly. Like Adele's exactly. maybe like she has. She. I'm not gonna say she doesn't have a voice, but she's not as great as everybody makes it out to be. Right. I just feel like she's white and she belts. Right. People can sit there and say whatever they want to say about Beyonce not being able to sing. But she damn sure hit them octaves, and she she sure make a show. She sure sure. This is this is Adele. That's Adele, one octave. One. She's a pop opera singer, and not even that great to me. Like mm. you wear big theatrical dresses, that don't mean a damn thing to me. On the side note, I like Adele. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. I'm, I'm sure you do. Few of us. That's cool. Someone you can, you can have her. That's okay. No, but when I, I would to... never ask for her to come into my vicinity. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But but, but you, you make a great point with the shaming thing because like where does it end? If, where does it end? Where does and it end? What's now, the cutoff? Why why can't, like 
where you can't do, say anything. Where do, that's what I'm saying. Where, where where do I have to censor myself? Where's the right limits? Now? Yeah, the where limits. do I have to censor Everything has to be right censored. Like, uh, you know, if 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 you say anything about like sausage, hey yo, what? You can't even tell somebody that you had a good sausage, fucking <laughs> like. Seriously, I, well, I think Kobe, that's just us being immature. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> you can't sit. Th- no, I ain't gonna find that. It I do, us being immature. I do kind of do that face, but it's not like that's like, us as humans being but, immature. But, but no, no, not only that. But it's us being comical because we do it as a like a thing. right, 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 right. Like we'll sit there, yo. I'm, I'm forever gonna joke about that. Of course, forever. it'll be like, yo, I'm with the Coney. I had it, yo, I sauces and onions. You had a foot long. Yeah, and you put that face. I wish yo, it's visual, but you put the <laughs> face. Like, but I would never say like, like the hey, yo, But because we don't do it for everything, no, it's no, so no, weird. No, no, no. It's like yo, I was yo, I was watching on Fences. Great movie, but it ran mad long. And like you don't go, hey yo, it's like come on. Like yeah, Stop. it was. I love that story. It was mad deep. Hey, oh come yo. on, really? Like it's it's a, this is why I don't speak to anybody in Harlem. Everything's a pause. <laughs> And don't I'm not judging it because I'm I'm from there. Now you're Harlem shaming, right? Oh, you're borough shaming, you're neighborhood shaming. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, you know what? Let me shame every borough that I possibly can. One, I don't wear Maury's. <laughs> Two, I don't cut the sides of my jeans. <laughs> Three, my pants actually fit me, so I ain't from Queens. Four, I don't like sitting in parking lots with my door open, listening to music all damn day like it's like it's some kind of parade going on. <laughs> I don't throw powder at parties. They, I'm shaming everything. I'm shaming everything. Let's cut it all off on the back. Everybody gets Everybody it. Everybody gets it. Nobody's safe. Boom. My pants, I don't walk on the back of my jeans. I'm shaming you for not having pants that size. Boom. I, I, yes, I'm from New York, but I do not wear Tim's. I should because it's really icy outside. Really? But I don't. I haven't worn a pair of Tim's since I was 18. But yeah, I'm it's, shocked by that. You are like exa- exactly the, oh, now you're Tim shaming? I'm Tim. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Oh man! Now you're Tim. I only like the only. I don't mess with black Tims. I only do the butters, the tan butters. But no, it's it is it is it is bad when we live on this. We live we live in a world where it's like hypersensitive. Everything is something. Everything you everything is wrong. And I I feel like there's blurred lines for everything. And it's there's always going to be life. There's always right. going to be double no, standards. No, no, yeah, there, yeah. there will be double standards for everything. But it's it's too many thin lines to cross right now. Way too many. You can't say like even for instance the way you say words. Like now you call yourself you call somebody a homo. That's derogatory. But if you say hey you're homosexual, like am I announcing your sexuality? All right, that, that, and, you know that's what I said. There. But I think it's in context. Line. But I think there's a blur line for that too because let's say if I'm if I'm hanging out with a gay friend, right? And and I go um I say oh man you're such a homo. And you're friends, so they won't take it wrong. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Maybe, right. maybe, maybe, because they might say, like, it's like, you know, somebody who's being called uh, a nigger that might not be comfortable with it. Yeah, that's a fact. And that's the thing. Yeah. So, anybody like, oh you're, oh, you're such a homo. But yet, if I would go, oh, wow, you're such a homosexual. It, now you just sound it's, stupid, it's, though. It's, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's a, <laughs> They're going to laugh. You have to go there? No, I Not a big one that you mentioned before we got on the, the mic. Tra- the tranny. Tranny. Yeah. Tranny. Yeah. tranny is a derogatory word now, that. too. I didn't know that. I really did not know that it was that. Mm-hmm. It's a derogatory word. Mind yeah. you, I never, I don't, you know, I can't say never, but I don't, I've, till recently, probably like in the last 10, 15 years, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever said the word tranny. I think I've said the word transsexual. I would say transsexual. Yeah, transgender. I've always said it anyway because you yeah. know why? Because I thought it was just. I've uh, said it on the show before, but I said it to be like, like to be 
uh, educational, like to educate others yeah, about it. Yeah, because you usually explain it to somebody. Yeah, and I think right. that's why probably a lot of times when I said it, I got a bewilderment look. <laughs> like, excuse me? Transsexual. It, no, excuse me with your SAT words. Right? It's like, <laughs> excuse me, I got a, a 1600. I'm Zach Morris. <laughs> Can um, you just say tranny? <laughs> right? No, and, but it, it's, it, it's true. It's, it's like, Saying tranny kind of is like saying nigga. It's it's kind of the same thing because you like people want to be called they 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 want to be addressed properly. It's like I don't want some white guy to to come up to me, but hey boy, hey nigga, like but I also don't want him to say hello African American, <laughs> call me my name. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's like that's the weird. This African American is really good for a hire. Like like what am I supposed to do? I'm like wait a minute before I say I'm being black. I am black, but wait a minute, I have black friends. <laughs> My family members are black. Wait, hold on, hold on. I got to put a drop Like, my that. mom is black. Like, do I really have to explain myself during everything? Like, yes, I'm a proud black man, but yeah, like, I don't I don't like calling other dudes. Like, I don't like saying that word. The N-word, I don't like saying that word. I got a question for you. What's up? Uh, my daughter is now watching uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. She's nine. Okay. Okay. Is, do you think that's okay to, for her to watch it? There's a, for me personally, yes. I think that show is hilarious. Yes. I think that show is very cause outrageous because I know what it is. Before a nine-year-old. It's 50-50. Okay. Explain. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure she's watching it for visuals alone. Because she likes the colors and you like the dresses. And see, I, I know. Like, I get the, the young creative creative mind. Because I watched a lot of stuff I was supposed to watch right. when I was younger. But oh, I of watched course, it. we all have. Right. But, I'm saying, but just is, the, it's visually pleasing to us. But it's also the timeline that we live in now. Right. I remember, you know the movie Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. Okay, spoiler alert. Yeah. The guy at the, the, the oh, girl yeah, right. at the yeah. end is a guy, and you see his dick at the end, right? Okay, spoiler alert. Well, then we also had just one of the guys. Right. Big girls don't cry. Right. No, boys don't cry, is it? Boys don't cry. Boys don't cry. Uh, uh, um, a boy, Bosom Buddies with Tom Hanks. It was like, they were trying. There was plenty of they those. Were, they were fucking cross Just one of the guys is my favorite. Right. So, and I was a kid watching that. Yeah, yeah. I was young. I was and young. there was no ifs, ands, or buts no about it that you were allowed to You, you want to know why? Because... We back then, the biggest media outlets we had were like MTV, the newspapers, any newspaper, Daily News specifically, mm. New York Times. Like our media outlets are so vast now, and there's a microscope on everything. So if you like, even now, even if somebody doesn't record it, there's not one fight that breaks out in the street where somebody doesn't world we are world star. <laughs> even if somebody's recording, You're it. Right, though. you see what I'm saying? Like the way the media is is so hyper alert that it's like now oh shit i can't say this i can't do that if i get into a fight the first thing you think about is being on camera like what i told you um when i got when i got drunk for, when i got drunk and when i was sick on your birthday yeah. and i fell asleep in the train station yeah. and i said thank god i didn't end up on somebody's snapchat that was my first alert not hey i could have died right, 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 not right. i could have died it was i don't want to be on somebody's snapchat <laughs> i could have been in a fucking lutheran memorial right no. somebody could have been raping me thank god i was Some, on somebody's snapchat fucking <laughs> that's all i worried about i could have been kidnapped but Doing it's like no weird poses and you shit. feel me <laughs> Like for the, 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 the lighthearted part. So it's it's like you know, but you know, getting back to that question, her watching it, I know for a fact is visually appealing to her right now. And you know who's who, who's she doesn't think much of it because. But what's the other fifty about it? You say the 50. other fifty would be somebody who's if if you're a sensitive parent, like because right now my big th- my big thing is this: children should always keep their innocence, and that's a problem with a lot of parents. I'm not judging it. I'm not shaming any parents. Your parents shaming uh, now. I have people in my family that have kids. (laughs) All my brothers and sisters have kids. Uh (laughs) My parents shaming now. Oh, my God. Um, 
<laughs> it's like it's the super sensitive parents. Like my thing is, a child should be should stay in the child's place. Right. Like when I was younger, I wasn't okay. At twenty, yeah. okay, I I I wasn't allowed in the living room when my grandmother had company. Okay. I wasn't allowed to be in my grandmother's face when she had a conversation outside. She said, go, go play in the park until I'm done. She was on the bench. We didn't sit on the bench with our friends. Right. A child stayed in a child's place back in my day. Nowadays, the age gap is so close. You're raising your friend. You're raising your best friend right yeah, now. Like, you're 27. Much, yeah. your, your son is 12. And I'm not knocking that because my grandma had my mother when she was 15. But did she do the same thing? No. No. Hell no. But... Yeah, that's the it's it's the though. way it's the way everybody's raised. That's compl- it comes from yeah, home first. Though. So if you don't put your child in an adult's place, you have nothing to worry about them watching that stuff. I wasn't thinking about anything when when I saw um uh just one of the guys. I was like, oh my god, he got titties. That's all I said. Right. That's as far as I, I didn't get any of the sexual innuendos. I didn't think nothing about her brother talking about his dick all the time, like all the Playboy pictures. Right. Even though I was exposed to porn real young when I was two, I was exposed right. to porn. Um, that's a whole other story. So I think it all episode depends. 50. <laughs> no, no, no. I just come in episode fifty. <laughs> okay. I just come in episode so forty nine and 40, uh, 51. Maybe forty nine. I don't know. I mean, two part. I don't know. Maybe. Um, so it depends on like the fifty. The, the one fifty would be like, hey, you know, you're a child. Watch it. It looks good. It looks good. Then because I'm pretty sure when I was little, I didn't get any of the sex jokes on Ren and Stimpy. Or right. most of them I didn't get, but I knew I knew Beavis and Butthead was bad, and Beavis and Butthead didn't have bad jokes besides like hard nipples. Right, there was nothing bad. But then if that parent that knows they tell their child too much and they explain too much, they don't let their child be a right. child, it's, so they look too much into it's it. It's like for example, uh, Sally's a big she loves Deadpool, the comic book character, but she knows she, she loves Deadpool because right. of just what it is. But to this day, she has not seen the movie yet. Because it's too much. It's too much. It's excessive. Ryan Reynolds yeah. is very excessive. Yeah, it's, it's excessive. Like I watch anything. Ryan the comic, the comic, the cartoon. I get you can do that because it's still funny. But the movie, nah, it's a little bit too. She's much. not old enough for that. You know how many? Yo, my cousin took mm. his kids to go see it. To see it. Stupid. One of them is, and to be honest, and one of them is Sully's age. Right. Stupid. And I had warned him. Like, yo, dog, like, not boy and girl. And I'm like, dog, no. like, no. no. And he took him and was like, nah, I can't, nah, no. I can't do it. There's, there is a, I'm cool, dad. That's but, what, that's the fact. But I ain't that much that's cool, dad. But you know what it is? The other day, I even contemplated, like, whether or not I even act, do you want to see it? And even she said to me, and she was like, nah, maybe not. Because she knows. Because she's, she it's knows. Excessive. It's excessive. She knows. Yeah. And, like, I mean, the picture's <laughs> the one thing. That's that, that's another thing. That's nothing compared to the movie. So you you it's a great point you brought that up. When I was younger, I saw um can you, can you pour me a, a glass, please, sir? Hey, I, I still have this cup. You can, or whatever you want to do. Uh, when I was younger, my grandmother was big on not letting us watch stuff that we weren't supposed to watch. I had to wait a long time to see how to be a player. Thank you. Um, yeah, I had I had a I had to wait a long time to see how to be a player. And after I watched how to be a player, when I got older. I think I was like 11. I'm like, this movie ain't that bad. There's barely any good. Bill Bellamy is not that funny. <laughs> That's what you were critiquing. That's what I was angry about. I'm like, Bill Bellamy is not funny. Oh, my God. You don't even know. There was titties in the movie and everything. And I'm like, wait a minute. Besides me jerking off to, to the movie. Besides that. Besides that whole factor. Besides the whole factor. I'm like, Bill Bellamy is not that funny in this movie, but still is. Still is. And... It's like you know, my, my grandma <laughs> kept certain things away from us, and uh, that that's how it should be. Now she raised. I'm, I'm the second oldest. It's my my, my sister. I got an older sister, a, a sister right behind me, and a, a, a younger brother. All right. And 
she kept a lot of stuff away from us. Like I said, I was exposed to porn very at a very young age, like two mm-hmm. two years old. My you know my father was a drug addict. I so thought like, you were saving this for episode forty nine. I'm not going too deep into it. I'm just oh, okay, saying. Okay. I'm just saying okay. for reference. I'm not trying to shame anybody who's been through something. <laughs> you know, I'm not situation shaming. So. Uh, me being exposed to all that stuff kind of, you know, ruined. That's why I'm, I'm the way I am now. But still, yet in all, I was a child. I was able to be a child. Like, I watched Fraggle Rock. I watched You Can't Say That on television. I watched all... I remember when Snick started. I remember when Cartoon Network started, which anybody who watches Family Guy just know that Family Guy was based off of Wait Till Your Father Gets Home. Just ah, that. and Simpsons. And Simpsons. Yeah, and Wait Simpsons. Till Your Father Gets Home. Oh, people don't know about that. I watched that all the time. All the, I oh, love that show. That was like Still 3 o'clock in the morning. 3 o'clock in the morning, oh, yes. Shit. That's how I knew. I was like, damn, That's I got to go to bed. That's why you my guy. Like, yo. How do you, I'm right, culture, bro. I'm culture. Call me with the get, com. I'm getting verklempt oh, right now. <laughs> call me with the com. All culture. I'm talking to Paul Paul Bears. Wacky oh, races. Wow. The puppy pounds. Especially, yo. All wow. that stuff, bro. Pound puppies, pound puppies. <laughs> it's excuse me, pound puppies. And nowadays it's hard for a child to be a child because it sucks that we, we have so many single parent households. Like it, for some reason it's hard for parents to, to co parent. Like that's this is clearly a whole nother situation, but I'm just kind of relating to this. Oh, now you co parent shaming? Am I? I don't know. Are you? I don't know. <laughs> So I you wanted the buzzer. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> so uh, you have like like you look at it, like there's so many pictures where these these kids have like adult hairstyles and they dress like the moms dress them in the same suits that they have, which is cute after a while. But it's like, how long is your son? Your your son is three. And he wearing a Louis Vuitton belt and acid jeans, and he got that protective braid hairstyle with the flat top with the braids at the top. Um, you're dressing him like the man you want. So you're making him into something that he's not supposed to be yet. You're not like, like when I was little, my grandmother dressed me and my, my brother is three years younger than me. My brother dressed exactly the same way I did when I was little. I was going to say, I did like the twin shirt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not all the time, but like a lot yeah, of the yeah. times. Special occasions and stuff Yeah. Like a little stuff. We went to the park one time. I had this, um, this, 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 uh, polo that had sailboats all over it. It was a white polo. With I know it was good because you said polo. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't polo. It wasn't polo. It, it, it was, it was a polo type a shirt. polo. Yeah. <laughs> So it had like sailboat. I think it was Nordico though. It was like sailboats all over it. And we had these tight white shorts. And my grandmother made me and my brother wear the same outfit. And she said, go to the park. She made us go to the park together with the same outfit. That's the kind of stuff that I had to do when I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember, you know, my sister my sister broke her arm or like sprained in the ankle or something like that. Like, I did kid things. I played in dirt. I threw rocks off the roof, which was dangerous because I hit somebody in the head one time. No. But I did it. <laughs> I was grew up in the projects. I didn't know how to act. We play man like now. Kids is like all right, it was change it, change of the guard. Of course, I'm not gonna sit here and, and blame technology or nothing like that. That's stupid. Technology just enhances it. But my brother has that app where you lock everything and trace everything that that his kids do on their phones. Like really? my yeah. niece is 13, right? And he has an app to where she can't go online. She doesn't have a Facebook. She doesn't have an Instagram. He stops. He blocks her certain times from going on the internet. Or you can just play games and call people wow that's it that's it oh. and is it some people are like that's extreme it's like no do you want your daughter to get raped no 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 it's you know honestly no because it's not the trust that you don't have for your child it's the outside world it's the outside world. And you're not ready to let that go when and you're 13 and that's my fear for when 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 sally gets out there as well because recently she was playing the game mm-hmm. and it's an open world game that has like um that it has like the internet players and internet the players yeah. and you know the, the people. She wasn't. She didn't know that it was like that. She thought it was just anything just play. else. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, she started realizing that 
they were outside players in it, and she, she oh no, they were doing all this stuff, and she stopped playing it on yeah, her own. It was too much. She stopped on her own because it was too much to take. And I did the research, but you know what's funny about that though? That people might think it's bad parenting or whatever the case may be, but I did the fishing lure where I put it out there to see where Te- she's going to get to. Yeah, to get where she go, and she knew exactly what I'm not going to do it anymore. Right, and she knew already. Right. Uh, so, and 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 that's the thing is like. I think that a lot of parents lose that when it comes to raising their kids. Because like you said, you know, now you're raising your you well, know, best na- you're nowadays, raising a friend now. Right. Nowadays, it's like, uh, I'm concentrating on going to the club. So you're just going to sit here and like, I sit you in front of the TV. Like one thing I told oh, myself. Oh, I can't wait till you're 21 because I'm going to be 48. We're going to be in the club at the same time. Right. Like that's like, I know people that smoke with their mom. You know. <laughs> everybody, ha- everybody has different different ideas of it. You know? I, 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 no, 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 no. Are you are you uh, fourteen? Were you fourteen, fifteen years old smoking with your mother? How old were you? You know, that's all on you. You be a statistic. That's all on you. Everybody ain't perfect. You know, everybody ain't but, perfect. But, but, but everybody ain't perfect. No, no. But I'm not. No, you know, not a good. Not a condone. I'm, not, I'm not knocking. Yeah, it. I'm not saying. to condone. Yeah, I'm not, not, condone I'm not condoning it. But I would say that I, I was a responsible kid, though. Like I had A's and B's on my grades. See, but I, your I mother told you she you rather she rather you do it in the house and the house and all that, right? Which she gave you the option. If you don't fuck up, right. fuck up here. And, and and there was a certain age mm-hmm. in which that she was like, I can't, no, nah, I can't do this. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you're you're, you're you, you, once you're too big to get hit. It's like yeah, do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like you know, it's like, and it, it wasn't even like it's funny because it wasn't even like as a kid that it was like yo check this out like when I was eight nine years old maybe one time I was around it but mm-hmm. um as in for it consistently mm-hmm. no it wasn't that no it was it wasn't like that that right. we were in a cipher yeah like if I was sitting there doing my thing and my mom comes in the house and she had a hard day at work and she saw me blowing and she was like let me get a drag of that and she took a drag and just walked off it yeah. wasn't that we were in a freaking like, it's just she was getting over her lifestyle right right you right. know it wasn't like so it's kind of like a pass under the guard type yeah thing. no no but I but I know what you're talking about I I'm see, talking about like yo, yo son you about to roll we, up yeah yo yo hit, yo, hit me off or, or cut me in half yo, I, got, I, got, I, got, like, I got 10 on that dub though yeah like, yo no yo bust it to split a freaking dime or a 20 with my mom's oh hell no never that nah I got I got 10 on nah, that that's on weird that, on nah, that, 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 like, that goes a little I, I don't know that's kind of weird people do case, it yeah. people do it like splitting a six pack with your mom's <laughs> I'm 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 sorry uh, yeah, yo I, and, and, and you know growing up with uh, drug addict parents uh which thank God my mom's been clean since I was like fourteen. Yeah, they're good to good thank, God. Yeah, um, thank God. But and I didn't see the worst of the worst, bro. I didn't see the worst of the worst. Um, growing up with that, I told myself that I would like not do anything. Like I do, I still don't smoke cigarettes. I still don't smoke weed. I didn't start drinking like drinking, drinking, and still I don't. I can't even drink by myself. I have to be like at a party or like I barely drink anything. I didn't start actually socially drinking until I was maybe like twenty four, twenty five. Right. Yeah, because it's like, I remember uh, my, my boy, boy uh, maybe 23, something like that. I remember I was working at Best Buy when I was like 18, 19, and I, they, like, they didn't question who was 21 or not. There was a bar right around Limericks, I think it was called, right around the corner from Best Buy in Chelsea. And uh, we would go there for parties, and they didn't question ages. It was like, oh, you worked at Best Buy, you can get in. I wasn't even 21 yet. I remember somebody bought me, a, like, I had mad Jaeger bombs for my for my. my you're bigger than me because I think I had Jaeger bombs like once. Bro, I had like five of them that night. Damn. Like, kept taking them back. And, like, they were really good. <laughs> they were really good. But I'm like, I didn't even drink. I never threw. I didn't throw. Funny, funny thing. I, I just didn't, I didn't take that much alcohol. But point being is, like, since all of that happened growing up, 
I told myself I wasn't gonna drink and I wasn't gonna do that, but but then I gave myself time to to kind of grow up and realize that like, yo, alcohol's alcohol's okay in moderation. I still won't smoke. I do I do mess with edibles though. I just got into that like two years ago. Me with that shit, I get, I haven't gotten any. I got yeah. you. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Trust me. When it's drug free zone, everybody. Yeah, listen. We all we think about is that is. Oh, you know somebody asked me if I if I sold Percocets. Really got to plug me in with that. Yeah, you said that the last time. Yeah, I took me and my I took my brother to go buy a G pen, and I took him to get the Snoop Dogg one because I knew where to get it for forty. So I took him, and we standing in there waiting for them to open the glass case, and somebody said, "Yo, what you got? Who got? What you got on them perks?" I was like, "No, I'm sorry, I don't do that." She said, "No, no, no. I look like y'all had. I thought you was holding." Now the funny thing about it is like everybody thinks I'm a drug dealer. Since I was li- you younger, that's what the game is now. <laughs> it's like, all right, Perks. boom, everybody, everybody asking me, okay, everybody's uh, uh, like, my brother looks like the muscle and I look like the one carrying the product. <laughs> that's how it goes. It's like, well, you're Nino? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're he, Nino? He, he's he's Dutta Man. He Dutta Man. <laughs> Nino! <laughs> no! <laughs> so, fuck you! <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, no, to, 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 to round it all off, it's like, for well, for one to finish your question, don't like don't worry about Sally. You good? She everything everything she's watching right now is visually appealing to her, okay. and that's it. Yeah, that's it. As long as you be honest. Plus, I got Uncle Tone here. I got Uncle Josie Boy here. That's so. a fact. Yeah, he, he, as he, long he, as you don't explain too much to her, but just enough to where she kind of. I gotta I gotta feed her like um like breadcrumbs. Like, right, like little things, little bit. It's like yes, that's really a boy, but they just want to have fun, or you know, yeah. like little, little <laughs> exactly. dumb stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but. We do we do live in a world that's ultra sensitive and I think we need to calm down on that. Mm-hmm. Like I think we think too much, we overthink everything, we we pay too much attention to social media like there's too much importance on social media. So like we like you you look at it like uh I was watching like Gary Vaynerchuk, are you into him yet? Yes, I'm saying yeah. yo because you're rich, you yeah. you guys have put me on to um, Yo, that guy's dope, man. Isn't he though? Yo, isn't let me it? tell you, I before we close out and you start doing it, I was like, yo, I'm mad because I wish that was me. Like I, that it's like that's that's the the the, the type of podcast I would have wanted to do early on. Like, like that. A, a motivational, type yeah, thing? like something like that. I always, I and you know, and it's, I'm glad you said that because I'm gonna, I was gonna segue into something. Oh, segue! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the for the last five minutes, I you know I'm gonna talk to you guys real quick. Uh, you still got time. Don't worry. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to like stay on all night though. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he 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 starts talking about. You know, you getting jealous and you paying attention to like somebody else's life, like so for so so for so long, a lot of people like like you said, you wanted something like that from the beginning to do the podcast, right? right. But the av- the average person would look at something and like we look at social media or we look at you know Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Like, man, like we both do the same thing, but like he has more than me. Like why is he better than me? Or why does he have this? Whatever. Like, and I always tell people like, yo, just because you got sixty thousand followers does not mean that you're actually doing good. Right. It's just, you can either pay for him, you can suck dick to ask people to. To follow you and like, oh, get shout outs, all that stuff. Like it, it's big fake. But you know, became the blur, the blur line because uh, because of that is because like what Jay has said, when men line, uh, you know, men line, women line, numbers, numbers don't. don't. Lie. But, but no, I think not, he, was, no, he was talking no. about stats. But, stat, but now, confused. but now, yes, yeah, what I'm saying. Now numbers is really lying because um, social numbers. media, your your numbers is is not the numbers that you think that you getting for real. It don't mean uh, I know somebody who got eleven thousand, no, eleven thousand, twelve thousand followers. Nobody comes to our shows. Mm. And that's how I be. And I always tell people like, yo, I'd rather have my little small two thousand something following that still, even when I don't have shows coming up, they still ask me when I have shows. Or if I'm at shows, like I meet it every time I do a, a, do a show, 
every time I go do an art show or whatever, I meet new people all the time. Like somebody comes out for the first time or a few people repeat and come back out. You know what I'm saying? I meet new people that follow me all the time. They're like, yo, you need to do what? Oh, nice, 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 nice. It's funny because I guess it's the preview. Okay, it's funny because um, I was on the train mm-hmm. and I, I'm just standing there. Me and Sully was on the train and and this dude comes in and he goes, "Oh, TRSS, yeah, I know you guys. You was in House of Glory, like, mm-hmm. I'm like yeah, when oh. you go make appearances, like, you, like people, oh, people know you, you yeah. know, and, and and that's that's one thing that I appreciate. Not this like this. Oh, I got uh, I got you know five thousand followers, but yeah, yeah. How many none really? None how many really follow you? Not, How not, many really wait till you post? How many really want to see you post? Well, a, a good amount of people have my post notifications on. Oh, you know why? A good amount of people. Because you're that guy. Let them know where they, they, they let need. Them, the, let them know who you are, son. Let them know who you are, son. I got this. Don't worry about it. I got this. I got, I what think, are we closing out with? I, think I, what, I don't know what I want to close out with. Don't, uh, I, don't worry about it. I still got something, something to finish saying. Um, <laughs> I think I've been doing this long enough. I got this. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I've been, I, yeah, that's right. I think I've been doing this long enough. Uh, so, um, you know what? No, no, no. Uh, the young guns can't stop, won't stop. Ah, uh, no, no, no. You know what? No, 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 no. I want all about the Benjamins. Ah, all about the Benjamins. Uh, so one thing Gary Vaynerchuk was talking about is you know you looking you looking at somebody else's life and and not realizing and not realizing that all of it is like photoshopped like I know a lot of people who don't have a dime to their pocket but it look like on Instagram that they're doing a hell of a lot like I know these people personally I'm talking about niggas that can't even pay their rent can't even you know afford food can't like I know people that have not a dime to their pocket but if you look on Instagram they're doing well I know people personally who are having problems with the baby mamas but yet they look like father of the year Kids don't live with them. Their baby mothers hate them. They look like they got everything, but not not really not 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 telling you that the girl that they're talking to works at Foot Action, so that's why they keep getting sneakers. Sorry. No, you're good. That like there's lies on top of lies on top of lies. But when you find me outside of Instagram, when you find me outside of Facebook, when you find me outside of Twitter, I'm the same twenty four seven. And that's what everybody should strive to be. Stop looking for the fake and just be your real. People will recognize you no matter what you do. As long as you keep your honesty, you, you keep your truth, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And if they don't like you, that's too bad because I'm pretty sure they'll regret it when you make it. Ooh. Yeah. They'll regret Ooh. it when you make it. You know what I'm saying? So uh, with that being said, Ooh. Uh, I'm your girl's favorite artist. This has uh-huh. been episode 48 of Coming When It's Over. Just know uh-huh. my show is better than yours. Ooh. Uh-huh. My show is way better than yours. Ooh. About to be 50 episodes uh-huh. deep. Ooh. Humble. No, forget about uh-huh. humble brag. Modesty out the window. I'm Ooh. better than you. Ooh. Follow me on Instagram, J O S I E S B O Y, all one word. Hashtag your girl's favorite artist. Follow the podcast on Instagram, underscore. Call me when it's over. All spelled correctly. Call me when it's over. Keep up with the shenanigans, because that's what the kids say now, right? Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Uh, keep up with the shenanigans. Like I said, I'm your host, your girl's favorite artist, Joseph's boy. Come back next week and hit me again. And. Just be you, bro. Be you and you be I. I'm out. But don't knock me for trying to bury seven zeros over in Rio de Janeiro. Ain't nobody's hero, but I want to be heard on your hot nine seven every day. That's my word. Swimming in women with their own condominiums. Five plus fives who drive millenniums. It's all about the Benjamins. What? I get a 50 pound bag of oof for the mutts. Five carrots on my hands with the cuts. And something I European want to be out with the clutch. Call me when it's over.